The views and opinions expressed in this podcast episode are those of the host and guests and not their sponsoring institutions. Welcome back, y'all, to the Crisscross Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Canty, and we got the great debaters in here. We got Marcel Smith. We got Basil Lowe. And we're going to have more great debaters coming in because they're they're on CP time. So how's everybody doing today? Nah. Man, I feel sore. <laughs> What's wrong? What, what, why, why are you sore, Basil? I think it's time for a new mattress. How long have you had that mattress? Uh, a new mattress. I, I know it was not after a new the BMI. first abuse effects, after the first icky, but I can't remember how long after the first icky. After the first icky, what do you, what do you mean? And by the icky? second, in the second icky, definitely did a number on it. Oh, oh you stupid. you made a pothole in your bed, didn't you? Is it like did to like this? It was a team effort. Oh, okay. you the team. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, how's everybody doing today? Besides Basil having two ickies in his room and messing up his bed. <laughs> uh, I saw my uh, stuff on Gage Cannabis, which is a major dispensary in Michigan. Okay. Okay. And can you uh, tell everybody what you do, Marcel? Oh, I just uh, I work for Conquer Media. It's a cannabis marketing agency. Okay. The largest agency in Michigan. Their words, not mine. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. And I think I saw one of your billboards on the corner of Woodward and Eight Mile. The big uh the big you got a lot of dispensaries on Eight Mile. Like really down east. Why am I not surprised? But yeah, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, shout out to the Facebook group members, all 787 of, 87 of you guys. If you want to suggest topics, join the group to engage the community. Free every week. Uh, we have top 10 lists. Well, this week there's a top 25 list, which will I will put on the Facebook group later in the day. You guys get to argue or agree with me on that. Uh, this week our top 25 list is top 25 songs turning 50 all day 2023 i i looked at this list just googling just 1973 hits and some of these are it's like wow these are 50 years old yeah from 1973 but we'll get there later um our first segment of the show is what you do in detroit and we're going to talk about some things around metro detroit some hot topics and some things that happen around around the world this week so first thing that happened there was a man on probation and he stole a porch i know no he didn't steal the porch this week uh there was a man on probation so he decided to go to taco bell and demand a free drink at taco bell and he got arrested and this all happened at the taco bell in ypsilanti down the street from eastern Basil, you know where it is. <laughs> well, hold on. Man, so a free drink. Was it like just like a water, or was he, or was he no. trying to go like full out? Where it's like, I no, want that Baja blast. Like, <laughs> like I want an extra Baja blast. Give me it. He put the gun up. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, you, you didn't tell me he was trying to do the 
the Detroit bartering system. <laughs> bartering system. The Detroit bartering system. What is this? <laughs> Never heard of this before. <laughs> Give me yeah. this or bullet. Did you know? Every every everything works on a bartering system if you have a if you have a piece. But but there's no barter. It's, it's this for that, that for this. Oh, I didn't say it was a. I didn't say it was a good system. That's what bartering is. So what what are, what are they getting? Oh no no, no bartering is just you give me this and then I give you this. Wait, how down bad you got to be for a Baja to rob a Taco Bell for a Baja blast? Hey, was it at least was it at game. least like the frozen one, like the slushy one? No, I don't know what it was. It, it was a. Uh, they said it was a drink. So, and he had to pay for it. So it definitely wasn't water. And it definitely wasn't. I mean, it definitely was probably a drink that he had to like pay the money for. If so probably either, run. either like one of those like slushies, like Basil said, or another an extra Baja Blast. I was like, because if, if, if he did all of that for just a small regular Baja, <laughs> you stupid. Then he went back to jail. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Speaking of people who should be in jail, the people who make these edibles who look that look just like the regular thing, like Skittles and Jolly Ranchers and Hershey bars, but they actually say on the label it says like edible or cannabis or something like that. So a Warren Middle School. Oh no. Warren Middle School students become sick and high after eating edibles that look like the regular snacks. Uh, mm. We just had some. We just had something like that down here at Toledo. An elementary kid got expelled for giving out edibles. Mm, mm, mm. I wonder why they Eat keep the label, kids. For Skittles, <laughs> like because they're edibles. They're not real skills. Oh no, this this kid actually meant to. Now, granted, like in Toledo public schools, some of the elementaries can go from K to eighth grade, and this was a seventh <laughs> grader just giving out edibles. <laughs> Give a head start. Giving out Jolly Rancher gummies. <laughs> That's our edibles. That's just crazy. I think actually, I think they were more along the lines of the of the chocolate. Kind, oh, the, the like, brownies and stuff like that. And and the actual no, like how you're saying, like the Hershey's, like the actual the actual chocolate. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous, man. Well, let's hope the kids are okay, and let's hope the uh, the cashier at the Taco Bell is all right after being told to give them a free drink. Um, the RTA. Regional Transport Association um, could launch a shuttle from DTW to downtown Detroit in late 2023. What's I don't know if they're going to like and... launch it or like break ground on it because it takes a long time to make a shuttle from DTW to downtown Detroit. We know how long it was for the queue line. True. I was going to say, I'm like, how? And I'm assuming just a shuttle, like just a regular bus. I mean, they have that. They have a, a smart has a bus that goes from DTW to downtown Detroit. They hardly you. They hardly come out there, though. No, they go back and forth. Every, Mark knows. Mark every, knows. Mark knows. Every time I have gone and landed from Detroit, I have yet to see one of those effing buses. Yeah, because you don't care about the buses. <laughs> if you don't take the bus, you don't care. Usually, I go. I, Look, you, I a, usually get an Uber or I drive myself. Big... It's a big thing. It's kind of hard to. And you're waiting. No, no, for no. There, there's an actual. There's an actual spot where the smart bus goes, where you have to walk to to get to it. I oh, forgot where it wait, is. Wait, it's wait, not wait. like is it's it not where the, the it's map? not where those other it's not where those other like hotel shuttle buses go to. It's like another destination where there's actually like a smart stop. 
Did they at least? I don't think I've ever seen any markings for it on the directory. It's probably not on the directory. Only well, if you know. Only if you know. Like if you know. Like if you if you're taking the smart bus, they'll actually. I, I didn't realize this had to be like some secret passage in a Legend of Zelda game. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, unintended oh. consequences for from smart. So, uh, yeah, so there should be a shuttle coming from DTW to downtown Detroit in late 2023, just in time for the opening for the Gordy Howe Bridge, which is going to be opening in 2024. Which so. are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited, but I'm not excited. It's like okay, it's there. It's gonna be there. We just gotta wait for the construction and stuff. So more than likely, I bet I'm still gonna take the tunnel like most of the time anyway. Because no, the no, it's, it's it's quicker. It's gonna be the bridge. The bridge is gonna be quicker. No, no, no. I I get that, especially for my direction, because the bridge is get the bridge is gonna be the first thing I'm gonna hit. Oh, you're talking but, about you're talking about going to the tunnel because you're just when, once you're out the tunnel, you're downtown Windsor already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't have to go through all the. I don't have to go through the university. I don't have to go through uh, all the traffic coming from Amherstburg, trying to go into Windsor and all that. I'd be just right there. That'd be nice. Well, speaking of, um, did you, uh, Toy Story Five is officially in the works at Disney? Come on, man! Oh, I thought that was a joke. No, it's a. It's, it's official. Toy Story 5. So, is wait, in the works. how are they going to do a Toy Story movie without Woody? We don't know. We don't know. We're going we're gonna to watch it and figure it out, okay, Basil? <laughs> also, Zootopia wait, 2 and Frozen 3. A... Damn it, that's what I was about to ask. Zootopia 2 and Frozen 3, which I didn't think they could make another Zootopia or another Frozen, but hey, that's billions of dollars right there. I'm all for seeing another Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia seems interesting. Have you ever read any of those like fan fictions or those comics that people have made on Zootopia? Oh, oh no. Some of those, I mean, like the legit ones, not the ones that are like for the furries and stuff like that. They get, uh, they're like, damn, it's like this got dark. <laughs> but you could actually see it being like a real life thing where it's like, how did you on Disney Disney? Dang, how did you on Disney Disney? <laughs> Like, Like, it still feels like Disney, but it's like, wow, the things we're going into. It's like, yeah, people, people have ways of making things weirder than than they actually are. So, um, speaking of great things that happened this week, first, we're gonna, before we get to the big one, Beyonce has now broken the record as the highest awarded, most awarded Grammy Award winner. With I think thirty three or thirty two or thirty three Grammy Awards, she won the uh, best electronic dance music album with the Renaissance album, which I thought it was gonna be a joke because when they first announced it, I was like Beyonce, and then the, her first name came up Beyonce. I was like, oh, she might actually win, and then she won. And I was like, oh snap, <laughs> she won electronic yeah, dance when, music. Album when I think year. of Beyonce, it's EDM. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, w- remember when Wait. it first came out, I was joking around like this is a dance album, which it was a dan- it is a dance album. It's an EDM album. But the fact that she won it. 
Which is weird because I didn't hear crazy. it once on BPM or Diplo's Revolution or nothing like that. No. no. You know, the the EDM radio stations on Sirius XM. Right. Not once. Yeah, she, she has some songs, though. And people are dancing to them, so it's crazy. Um, Dude, people used to dance to Panda. A song that just went Panda, Panda, Panda. True. Panda, Panda. Get broads in Atlanta. It almost won too. It almost won the Grammy for Rap Album of the Year. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I feel like at this point now, where it's like some songs that if you hear they get a Grammy and they don't feel like they fit in that category, ninety percent of the chance, you know, of the time, it doesn't really fit the category. True. Uh, speaking of fitting the category, no pun intended. Um, Lizzo won Record of the Year. Um, on the only the first. Black person to win record of the year in the in the twenty first century, which is crazy. Since two thousand, that's crazy. Shout out to Lizzo, and of course, we all saw it on TNT. We did a whole live special, which I will be releasing on YouTube today. We witnessed LeBron James break the all time scoring record over Kareem Abdul Jabbar, which is still crazy to this day that he broke the record. So. Shout out to LeBron James. But the question is, is he the greatest of all time? Yeah. No. How is he not the greatest of all time, Basil? First off. I'm, I'm just asking a question. When, I'm not, I'm not a when, when, it, when, it, when it comes to like that whole all-time scoring record, I still feel like since Kareem did 20 years NBA and – Went through college. I feel like those points should still kind of tack up. I get it. They're NBA all-time scoring, mm-hmm. but he did. Yeah, and he he, he, did, he did go to college and he did join the NBA. He was one of the best players. He is still in the top ten players of all time. Right, but what I'm saying is like, okay, if that was the case, just imagine if Kareem did the easier way out, didn't go to college. Just went straight into the NBA. I don't think it was the easy way. He went to college first, and then he went to before the rule change. That's it. No, but what what I'm saying though is, I feel like if LeBron went to college, I don't, I I don't think he would have had because I he's really running out of fuel in his tank. Is he though? So so if he went to college and then tried to do 20 years, I don't think he would have gotten close to the. I don't think he's running out in the tank. He's still he's he's actually averaging more than what he did a few ten years ago. So I don't know. He's he he's still he's still going strong until he doesn't well, want to. Ten take years ago, he, ten years ago, he was still with the Heat. So he got to you know spread the you know spread the points around. True, but back when he was alone by himself, like pre twenty ten, I mean, yeah, he's, he was still racking up points, but it wasn't as much as he is now because he still ha- he still has his own team now. You try do you yeah, but you try getting that many points as a Cavalier versus a Laker. True, you're right. The the, the man right. left the, the man left Cleveland twice. I should tell you something about playing for the Cavs. That's just tell you about something about playing for Ohio. He's playing for Cleveland, like like he played for Cleveland because that was his home state, and he wasn't winning anything. So we left, went to Miami, won two championships. Thank Gilbert for that. And then after that, he went to. Um, Los Angeles after his contract expired and he didn't have any help. So 
Plus, he have he has a lot of investment in Los Angeles, so that's why he left Cleveland and went to Los Angeles. Right, but what that's what I'm saying though is you you can't really compare from like his time when he was in Cleveland, where he was carrying the team on his back. He's carrying the team on his back in Los Angeles. What you mean? He he did it for the first year. He's doing it the second and third. He's doing it right now. He's doing it literally right now. He traded with all. Well, maybe if they quit. Maybe if they quit getting all these old like pros and stuff like that, where they're breaking hips and stuff. Hey man, hey man. Now I mean, he has the I team get it because they, they after the well, after the trade deadline, he'll have the players he needs because he got rid of Westbrook, sent him to Utah. I don't think he's gonna play in Utah, but I'm just saying. Actually, honestly, of all the other things, I'd rather talk about. I'd rather talk about all these trades that had gone within the like Kyrie. Kyrie to Dallas, which is what both teams needed. Nets needs to get rid of Kyrie, and Dallas needed Kyrie. And then Kevin Durant also leaving at the same time. That was a big one for me. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant could have stayed in Brooklyn for till the end of the season. However, Kevin Durant saw Kyrie leave. I'm like, I'm gonna do that Kevin, too. Kevin Durant with Chris Paul, Kevin Booker, Aiden. That's, that's just that's just not fair. That's not fair. It's like you went. Kevin Durant has always been on the super team. Like he's been OKC, Golden State, Brooklyn Nets. Now he's on Phoenix. That's four super teams. You can't call the Brooklyn Nets a super team because you have to. A, a super team with James Harden, Benson, with James Harden and Kyrie Irving. That that was that no. Was that cool. see the problem with the Nets was the re, yeah it looked great on paper. Yeah, it didn't work because of, you know, the post-COVID stuff that happened. You know, Kyrie didn't want to play. Ben Simmons was like, oh, my mental health. And then Katie was like, oh, I want my own team. But you're not going to get your own team because you you attract other good, great players. So it was a lot of egos going around, and it wouldn't help. And then you had Steve Nash as a coach. Didn't really coach the team. Um, just stood there and watched it. Well, when you have Steve Nash is basically have- me coaching an NBA team. <laughs> like, go no. out there and do what you want to do. No, Steve Nash can actually coach. It's just I feel like when he saw like all like that level of egos, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna try. Exactly. So it's like um, if I try to coach, it's gonna be just like the exact same thing. So why even bother? But I I do know Steve Nash can coach. We'll see. Come coach the Pistons. Come coach the Pistons. That's what I want. Oh man. Okay. And then Sadiq Bay went to then Sadiq Bay got traded to Golden State. Can can we talk about how somehow the Detroit teams mm-hmm. find ways to, you know, put their own foot up their own butt? Yeah, we're that flexible, baby. We're that flexible. It hurts. Up it your hurts, own derriere, though. It's like no, 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 no. Troy Weaver knows what he's doing. We're getting all these draft picks. <sighs> Man, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Just wait. I don't know. Then the Lions are gonna be doing great next year. The only people, the only teams that we're worried about, like in the future wise, like in the near future, like worried about, like how we're gonna win anything, are the Tigers and the Red Wings. No, I have no ever since mm-hmm. Zetterberg's contract finally cleared up. 
give one, maybe two more seasons, we'll be back to normal. I didn't realize just how much of our cap space mm-hmm. or salary cap mm-hmm. he was taking mm-hmm. up. Yeah, he, he was taking up a lot. Yeah. And that's why was, as soon as I heard that he was done and he was retiring, I'm like, wait, he's still doing stuff? He's still on the team? <laughs> like, I thought he was just there as like as just like a player coach sort of thing. He was still yeah. getting like a player contract and how much we were paying him. It's just like <laughs> we still have to pay him. That's a kind of oh, I know. Contract. That's just like so Josh Smith in the Pistons. <laughs> just like that. Just but Josh like Smith that. wasn't taking up a lot. He wasn't taking up like a lot of money like Zetterbrook was. Josh Smith was only taking like five point three million a year. Which but, I mean, or, even in hockey, that's a lot still. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a lot. But in, in basketball terms, when we were paying Blake Griffin thirty-seven million. Just to sit on the bench. I mean, yeah. But I mean, hockey, I don't know. Like, I think it's hockey. Hockey's the only sport, a professional sport nowadays, besides MLS, because that's a new league um, that has like small contracts. I looked at how these contracts go. I'm like, how are these people, like, compared to LeBron James and like like Aaron Judge, like these people are getting paid like pennies. first of all, ain't nobody comparing a MLB contract to those chicken feed contracts. I mean, come on now. I'm just saying, like, compared to all the other professional leagues in America, NHL is probably the cheapest league. And it's just because what it goes a lot to is, like, the team itself because they have to Mm -hmm. do the merchandising, they have to do their fees. After what's all said and done, plain and simple, the NHL does not make nearly as much money as the NBA, the NFL – I mean, they just started getting games on TNT. So, <laughs> right, you know, it's. I was like, oh, hockey's on TNT. Hockey's one of those things where it's like, if it wasn't for soccer, hockey would be the like the least major played like professional sport in America. Okay. Hmm. Thankfully, we have sports on TV like lacrosse, where it's like they could stay at the bottom. As far as they can stay at the bottom, paid athletes. Hmm. So what what will be your top five? Uh, like, can you can can both you guys rank which uh, which professional leagues should be you know to you should be like the the highest versus the lowest? And I'm gonna go I'm gonna go change KJ's diaper real quick. American, correct? Yes. American professional. Okay, I guess NFL for number one. <sighs> I'm going to get flagged for this, but MLS for two. Uh, NBA for three. NHL for four. And MLB for five. Baseball, really, there's no reason why baseball should be making that much money, even with no salary cap. It's a stick and a ball. That's all it is. Either you hit it or you don't. And the fact that you can get someone that's not even remotely in any real shape to run to a base, as long as he can hit the ball, you just make him a designated hitter. (laughs) 
it, it almost seems like for the level of uh, athleticism, uh, you might as well just be playing for uh, the PBA or the Pro Bowling Association. <laughs> Pro Bowling Association. Uh, LOL. But I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, soccer still right. soccer still at the bottom, which blows my mind because that's probably the most most athletic sport. Mm, debatable. I mean, we're we're still we're still it's still growing, it's still growing, and I, I see the potential. A, it's not as big as it used to be in the U.S. Like a hundred years ago. Yeah, hundred years ago, Basil. Come on now. <laughs> but just just it blows people's mind. Like imagine where instead of everyone trying to go to Europe and all that. All the Europeans were trying to come here. True. Well, they do come here in the in the twilight of their career, but no, no, no. no. But it, it it used to be like forget Real Madrid, forget Liverpool, forget Paris Saint Germain. It was I want to play for I can't think of any of the soccer teams that are even still around. I want to play for New York. The Wiz. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, thank uh, thank you for reminding me of those teams because uh. Champions League is up again. So the first games are on Valentine's Day. So if you have Paramount Plus or CBS, the games will be on in the afternoon because the games are in Europe. So. You finna you neglect your girl for a soccer game, aren't you? No, the games are in the afternoon, Marcel. And we're celebrating the weekend after because this week's the Super Bowl. Ain't nothing happening this week. Hey, are we having a party again this year? We're not having a party again this year because I didn't advertise it. And I have no, I have no party food, so just chilling with so my what, daughter. So what you're saying is we could still come on over? No, I have a long. What if I bring food? Week. I have a long week this week. Nobody's coming over. <laughs> Not this year, at least. <laughs> So they, we're looking at the songs from 1973. Here's some honorable honorable mentions. I can't speak today because my daughter's holding my hand right now. Uh, honorable mentions from 1973. These are like iconic groups, so please don't be mad at me for making these honorable mentions. We have Keep On Trucking, Eddie Kendricks from The Temptations. Okay, Troy L. Smith, get it on, man. All right, I'm, I'm going to pull my Troy L. Smith today. Uh, doing it to death, James Brown and the JBs. Mind games, John Lennon. If you want me to stay, Sly and the Family Stone. And of course, Bay's gonna be mad at me about this. Money by Pink Floyd. Why would I be mad? I don't know. It's it's Pink Floyd, so I guess the white. Eh, get I mean. I think Pink Floyd's not that big of a. Honestly, they get like one, maybe two big hit songs. And the next thing you know, people are like, oh, like I gotta get a Dark Side of the Moon album. It's like, dude, shut up. Yeah, most people don't even know the songs on the album. They just want the the, the album cover because <laughs> it looks cool. Exactly. It is one of the most iconic album covers there is. So, yeah, but you have to. So what? True. Yeah, that's why I say, like, so what? Like, what's going on? Like, I mean, no, it's just the overall design. Like, see, that's just like how the album covers. Like, if you would have just said, like, took off Pink Floyd name and you just had that, that could have just been a poster for whatever. True. 
It's like, oh, that just looks cool of a prism. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, prisms. They should. They actually have a Pink Floyd. Um, yes, they have a Pink Floyd um, exhibit at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, just gonna look at that. Actually, it's more of a Roger Waters exhibit. Yeah, it's more of just one guy in yeah. the band. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, my top 25 songs turning 50 in 2023, a.k.a. 1973. We're going to talk about number 25, Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede. Ooh. Wait, that's 50 years old? Yes, it is. Oh my gosh, that's not even the list that I'm even seeing. Holy crap. Hooked on a Feeling. You know what's the best version of that song? I, yes, I still I, say. I guess I know that song before uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what's the best cover of that song, music video and all? What? The David Hasselhoff version. Oh hell no! No, he he's actually not bad at singing, but it's you have to watch that music yeah. video, and the whole time you're just like, what "The hell's going on here?" All right, number twenty-four, show and tell, Al Wilson. This is twenty-four. Yes. I first heard this song on uh, was it Malcolm in the Middle? <laughs> when yeah. I was singing the lowest. Uh, number twenty three. I'm expecting some good ones here. Number twenty three, Jet, Paul McCartney, and Wings. That's one of my favorite songs by him. Yeah, but show outside of, outside of the Beatles, outside of the Beatles. Uh, number twenty two, Jolene, Dolly Parton. Okay, this is my moment where I'm calling you Troy L. Smith. What do you mean? It should, it should be higher or should it be not on the list? <laughs> not on the, if, if you're going to put it on the list, it should be an honorable mention. No, these are these are, these are my favorite songs, Basil. These are my favorite songs. <laughs> you probably also listen to 9 to 5 too, don't you? No, 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 no. Not, that's not me. Uh, number 21, China Grove, the Doobie Brothers. That should have been higher. Oh, I, there's there's better songs, Basil. There's better songs. It's in the list, but it's not higher. That's what that's what you said before. That's what you said after you know He's, show and is, tell, and then you said Jolene. There's better songs. Jo- wait, wait, wait. Jolene is higher is better than show and tell. Yeah. Show and tell, just the game. What I wanna say. I love you. That's that. That's that. Like quintessential Saturday afternoon drive song right there. All right. Uh, 20, Feeling Stronger Every Day, Chicago. Mm. Oh, yeah. There's better Chicago songs, but you are stuck with 73. Yeah. Uh, 19, When Will I See You Again? The Three Degrees. When will I see you again? Oh, what do you know? We're dropping in on the best part of the show. We got Walter Quit Quitens. Hey, Walt, just to get you up to speed, he said Jolene is better than Show and Tell. I I just put those on the list. 21 through 25, I just put in the list just because they have to be in the list. 20 through 1 are like the rank. Walter, you're alive. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. I'm just saying. Um, number 18 is one of a kind, the spinners. 
Okay. And also, okay, so disclaimer number 17 should be higher. I agree with myself, it should be higher. But if I had a choice, the whole Intervisions Stevie Wonder record will be on this list, but it's not. So, number 17 is Golden Lady by Stevie Wonder. So, why isn't it higher then? Because I have four other songs in the top 10, basically. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Number 16, For the Love of Money, the OJs. Money, money, money. Money. (laughs) I feel like you could. Yeah. Wait, wait. Is there another another OJ song in this list? Sadly, no. Okay. I can tell you right off the bat what should have actually been in that spot. Backstabbers. No. Love Train. I'm not a Love Train fan. Ooh, that's a okay, but but Love Train is better than money. I'm not a Love Train fan though. Oh. These are my favorite songs though. So number 15, Dancing Machine, the Jackson Five. Then Michael just takes over after that. <laughs> Give me the mic. Um, 14. Rock the Boat, Hughes Corporation. Hey. That's probably my second most annoying song on Yacht Rock Radio. That's that's a damn, right? That's a bop. <clears throat> no, it's just how often they play it. But the number oh. one most annoying song is uh Coconut. Oh. Uh where's that? Where we at? Number 13, Jungle Boogie. Cool in the game. All right, all right. Jeez, that's a good one too. But I'm afraid of what what number twelve is going to be now. Number twelve is "She's Gone" by Hall and Oates. Okay, I think you were going to give me a BS answer. That is a better song. That is a better song. Wait, what's eleven? Eleven. Wait, did I lie? Okay, also, I put, I I put, like I, I put it. Like... I put it in the top eleven, not the top ten. The Hughes Corporation could be a little higher, but that's just me. It could be, but my top ten, you'll you'll agree that it, it can't be in there. Number eleven is "Living for the City" by Stevie Wonder. Okay, I had to choose. I, I if I if I had a choice, the whole Intervisions record would be on here. You could have so, though. I could have. This but is then your that, but, then, but then but then that'd be way too biased, um, even for my list. Um, number 10 of my top 25 songs turning 50 Simple Man, Leonard Skinner. It's pronounced Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. (laughs) Jeez, that uh, Skinner's an interesting band, man. Very interesting. I don't know about Simple Man, though. Simple Man is my favorite Leonard Skinner song. Interesting. The rest of their stuff is just too generic, like "Sweet Home Alabama," "Free Bird." It's just they're just annoying songs. Okay, first no, of all, "Free Bird" is. I mean, you're not wrong, but it, I still like "Free Bird." All right, leave me alone. Nah. When you, when you say generic, it's like you have it's to like remember generic. That there was generic for that. Yeah, it's, it's generic just, now because everyone's just tried copying it. Yeah, it was it was generic back in '73. 
Some, some solos should not be messed with. Yeah, hold on. All right. Uh, number nine, The Love I Lost. Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. Okay. All right. Um, Number eight, Summer Breeze, the Isley Brothers. Makes me feel that's a good one. A really good one. All right, okay. Top top tens. All right, so far. Oh yeah, there's there's more fire coming. Because number seven, the payback, James Brown. Revenge. See, I would have switched that. I'm mad. Oh man. Payback then, Summer Breeze. Uh, Number six. Midnight Train to Georgia, Gladys Knight and the Pips. I was actually just thinking, I'm like, I hope he has a Gladys Knight song in here. That song is a certified classic. It's a certified banger. It is honestly one of my favorite songs overall. Good God, that is a good song. Turns out that's Detroit's favorite song, too, of Gladys Knight. Right. Yeah, yeah, me and Basil went, yeah, me and Basil went to the concert. Everybody, she was singing, like, Love Overboard, and then everybody was yeah. like, yeah, see, where's my bit that train, Johnny? <laughs> Gladys? I said, God like, damn. Dude, he's only, she's only two songs in. Damn. <laughs> everybody, but everybody knows that's an encore song, right? Like, I know she's opening. I know she's opening, but God dang, like, let her sing her hits. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, number number five. Don't you worry about a thing, Stevie Wonder. Don't you worry about. Damn, that's a. That's a very interesting <laughs> intro to a song. Mm-hmm. I can't help but notice is is that like homemade jam or what? Uh, Marcel, what is that? It's salt. We're having steaks today. I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm 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 just so used to anytime I see a mason jar that there's alcohol involved. Wait, no, wait, what's What's in it? It's kosher salt. So you're having steaks. Are you sous viding the steaks or no? Am I what now? Sous viding your steaks, like uh, like I, a sous vide. Like. All right. But I get you. I get you. What I get where you're coming from. Yeah. All right, number four, "Killing Me Softly" with this song, Roberta. Ford. That is a good one. I prefer. I prefer. I prefer the '90s version, though. You like the the Fuji's killing Fugees? the Fuji's? Oh yeah, I like both. If you had to pick which one of the two, if I was to choose which one for like the rest of my life, I would choose the Fuji's one because that's the one I grew up with. Yeah, let's. Uh, Fuji's, Fuji's definitely going on my list. Yeah, shout out to Lauren Hill. All right. <laughs> it's not about just something about Lauren's voice. It's just. Yeah. Uh, number three, higher ground, Stevie Wonder. All right, that's that's, that's a, good, a good one. That's fire. You did the right. You did the right thing. I had to. I had to. Uh, yeah. So okay. So number one and two are like the quintessential songs from 1973. Um, everybody could probably you know agree with me. Number two, "Come and Get Your Love" by Redbone. That's a All good right. one. That's okay. Right. All right. And my number one song turning 50 in 2023 from 1973. That Lady, part one and part two All by right, the Isley that's, Brothers. 
right. All right. Okay. That's you need that song if you need 19, you, There is no 1973 without the Isley Brothers. One thing I will say is I feel like it, this list could have used at least one more Doobie Brothers song. Which one? Uh, Blackwater? That or... Which ones came out in 73? There's a lot of those Doobie Brothers songs that came out in 1973, though. There's a lot of... Doobie Brothers albums that came out in the early 70s. Holy crap. Same, with, same thing with Hollow Notes. True. Let's see. Oh, actually, no. Blackwater came out on the, the 74 album. Interesting. Uh, you done Long Train Running. Long Trail Running is a good song. Actually, I would have put that song in, instead of China Grove. Because it's a better... The, the vocals are better. It is indeed a better song. But China Grove is a banger song. No, I like Long Trail Running. I'm switching Long Trail Running with China Grove. So that's, that's I said you need at least one more and that's a substitute. Damn. No, I'm switching it. I'm switching it. I'm putting it in right now. Long Train Running. So if you want to watch the episodes, they're on YouTube. Just type in Crisscross Corner. Uh, they're also on Twitch and Twitter. So go to the Twitter page. All of our episodes that we stream live will be on the Twitter page. And if you have any questions about the top 10 or the top 25 list that we did today, go to and join the Crisscross Facebook group. That's where we will have the bonus episodes that will not be on YouTube. All the bonus episodes will be on Facebook. So... Go right now, go to Facebook, type in Crisscross Corner Podcast. It'll be a Facebook group. Click on that, join, join the conversation. So thank you, Marcel, Basil, Walter, Whit, Quickdens for being on the show. I'm your host, Chris Canty. Stay safe, social distance, and be nice to each other. <laughs>